You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, June 1st, 2006. Upcoming events. A business transformation series seminar entitled Keys to Starting a Successful Company will be held on Saturday, June 3rd in Carrollton, Texas. Over 80% of new businesses fail within the first year, and of those that succeed, 80% of those will fail within the first five years. If you're considering starting a business or have already started a business but want to make sure your business is in order, this seminar is for you. The cost is $95 and space is still available. On Friday, July 7th in Plano, Texas, Strategies at Work will host the Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event. If you've attended or have listened to the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar, this follow-up will help you continue on your path to finding your personal destiny. The cost is $225, which includes lunch and seminar materials. If you haven't yet attended the Strategic Life Alignment event, you'll have your chance on Friday, August 25th in Plano, Texas. This seminar asks the critical question, are you doing what you've been called to do? If your answer isn't absolutely, then this seminar is for you. The SLA is the foundation of the Business Transformation Series and will start you on your path to finding your calling in your personal and professional life. The cost is $375 for this all-day seminar, which includes lunch and seminar materials. To learn more or sign up for any of these events, visit StrategiesWork.com. The product of the month is the Power of Being Strategic audio seminar. This seminar will help you learn to live intentionally and not impulsively. You will receive $10 off the regular price this month. Visit the website to order. And now Dr. Gerald Chester brings us a message entitled, Does the Principle of Equal Yoking Apply in Business? An architect who loved his profession wanted to build his company based on biblical principles. He was enamored with the elegance and beauty that he saw in architectural design. Sharing his passion with his pastor proved disappointing. The pastor showed little interest in the architect's joy in seeing the revelation of God in building design. To satisfy his desire to honor God by applying biblical principles to his business, the architect began reading books dealing with this subject. In the course of his study, he read my book, Beyond Babel, and was particularly interested in the principle of equal yoking. Since the architect was preparing to expand his business, he needed guidance as to whom to hire. The equal yoking principle gave him a new perspective on hiring, one that he had never considered. Despite his pastor's lack of interest, the architect sought his input. The pastor told him that the principle of equal yoking as presented in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 only applied to marriage. It did not apply in business. The pastor's response represents a common perspective. This was the perspective I was taught early in my Christian experience. Upon closer examination of the text and the context, however, one finds that there is no mention of marriage. Hence the limitation of the principle of equal yoking to marriage based on 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 is an inference. But is the inference valid? In the NIV version, the text of 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 reads, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? The Apostle Paul teaches the equal yoking principle by contrasting it with unequal yoking using two illustrations, righteousness and wickedness, and light and darkness. Righteousness and wickedness are mutually exclusive. Something or someone that is righteous cannot be wicked. Likewise, light and darkness are mutually exclusive. 
By definition, darkness is the absence of light. Hence, believers and non-believers are mutually exclusive. Non-believers are, by definition, not believers. Neither of the illustrations is limited to marriage. Righteousness and wickedness exist in all contexts of life, personal, marriage, church, business, and government. The same is true of light and darkness. Therefore, the illustrations do not support the inference that equal yoking is limited to the context of marriage. In any context, believers and non-believers yoked together in a relationship are unequally yoked, whether it is in marriage, business, government, or church. Unequally yoked relationships will impede an organization's ability to achieve its full potential. The root issue of unequal yoking is different worldviews. Different worldviews lead to different values and principles. Hence, unequally yoked relationships lead to different ways of living, which leads to conflict. And conflict impedes one's ability to live efficiently. To steward a business well, it is requisite that the workers be equally yoked. Only then will they be able to maximize their individual potential in a unified, coordinated manner for the good of the organization. The architect was wise to recognize the efficacy of the principle of equal yoking. If he follows this biblical principle, he will practice one of the key principles necessary to build a company that will be excellent and will bring glory to God. Sadly, the architect's pastor did not fully understand the application of the principle of equal yoking. Limiting the principle to marriage is truncating the application of the Word of God. The Apostle Paul believed that the Scripture was applicable to all of life. Note his statement in 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We need to be equipped for the challenges of business there is no better place to begin the equipping process than by starting with biblical principles. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Gleanings. We hope you have a blessed month, and we'll see you next time.